All right. All right. Um, so these past couple weeks, I have been trying to do shit because I'm like, we need something to talk about on the podcast. And, you know, we're, we're never doing shit. So, like, I ran a 5K. I went to a Harry Potter themed baseball game. Oh I God. went out to, like, grungy bars to play, like, darts. I went mini golfing. Like, I did all of this shit. And Aaron, I'm sad to report, I don't have anything. Like, I tried. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out and people watch. I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to try to get, you know, lit and see if anything funny happens. Like, it was all just so, like, nothing stood out on, like, that was worth sharing at all. (laughs) So, I hope you have something. Um, yeah, sort of. Like, I asked you to record later today because um, mm-hmm. Anna started a new job. And so Ooh. for two weeks, she has to train in Omaha. So she's, like, been staying in a hotel with her dog, um, like, Monday through Friday or Sunday mm-hmm. night through Friday. And so she, that's why I was like, just let's, we should just wait because she's going to leave in the afternoon. Therefore, ah. it'll be quieter. Except for the fact that. I have neighbors moving in again, and it's <laughs> never stops. Noise. It never fucking stops. But um, so she's been training there, and this week is her last week doing that. And then also, I got a new job, and that starts. Yeah! I know, and that starts in a week. So um, yeah. So then I have to move anyways. And get out of this oh, place. Oh my god. I'm gonna be right Wow, house, that's fucking probably. awesome. Yes! Oh, congrats. That's so exciting. So now you're moving to a more, like, popular area in Nebraska, right? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, Nebraska is not a very populated state. <laughs> I mean, like, the most populated places are the cities. And so, like, mm-hmm. everybody knows that the two big cities are Lincoln and Omaha, and they're within an hour of each other. And so, like, the main mm-hmm. government building is uh, in downtown Lincoln. And so, ideally, um, that is, like, I would be living in the Lincoln area, but also mm-hmm. the uh, main university in the state is also based in Lincoln, and so all the rental houses are unavailable at the moment. Uh- of so, course. Slim pickings. That's going to be hard. Yeah. Because, yeah, the semester is going to start in the next, like, month. And so everyone probably already has their housing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it's really slim, slim pickings in the Lincoln area. But either way, got to move to a big city. And uh, that's exciting. Except now I got to, like, pack again. <sighs> move? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole moving thing. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I gotta say, this movie that we watched this week, Snake Eyes, mm-hmm. oof, I started dozing off, Aaron. Really? <laughs> I did not pay that much attention. I was like, ah, one note, don't really care for this, but okay. we can get into that. Okay, so, okay, okay, um, okay. My name's Jesse, And I'm Aaron, And we're the Cage Queens. I'm Ricky! So, um, I guess, what were your initial impressions of the movie you seemed Um, shocked when i said that it was boring 
did you like this movie? <laughs> I wasn't my favorite by any means, but I didn't okay. I didn't think it was probably as boring as you did, but maybe that's because <laughs> I was joking about it in my head already when I was watching uh. it. Like I was already <laughs> laughing at like the Lieutenant Dan faces because trust me, yeah. I'm going to refer to him as Lieutenant Dan. That's literally how I wrote it in my uh-huh. notes too. Yep. I'm like, I can't, I can't yep. see him as anyone can't else. Can't see him as anybody else. I can't talk about. I can't call him Gary Sinise, and I can't call nope. him Commander Kevin Dunn. Nope. It's gonna be Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant um, Dan. <laughs> it's just what it's gonna be. Um, yeah, I mean, like about halfway through the movie, I was definitely getting bored, and the storyline, like the whole plot itself you know Mm -hmm. like the reason why everybody's doing what they're doing was really boring as shit like i was like i'm not interested in any of that what i thought was fun was um the way that they show different sides of the story like you get different Mm. sides of the story as it goes i enjoyed that um and i did like nick cage's performance overall i thought he was um just being his crazy self. I didn't care for his performance after he got, like, the shit beat out of him and his face was all bloodied and <laughs> he was all gross. And I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. But Yeah. I definitely thought that he started out very spicy. And I yes. was like, all right, look at Nick go. And I thought, like, kind of throughout he lost some of his, his like, crazy vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, there was instances, like, there were sparks of them, but it wasn't as intense as it was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, In the beginning, too, it was so, like, fast-paced, go, 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 go. Like, I was having a hard time keeping track, because pretty much it started out, so Nick's character, whose name was Rick Santoro, um, he was a cop, but he's kind of a crooked cop, because he accepts um, money and Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I was gonna uh, say he's an Atlantic City cop, so he's like yeah. dirty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So and then he's uh like where we see them is they are at this like casino where there is a boxing match going on, and he's placing bets on um the the boxer that he wants to win, and there's just so much happening in that moment where he's talking to people, he's putting money on a guy he's like walking to his spot he's like just doing this fast-paced conversation with everyone and i'm like whoa and then everything also is going on in the background like Mm -hmm. you know we're we're at the boxing match and you see the entire crowd and you see the boxers walk out and everything is just like i'm like wow slow down (laughs) i can't keep up (laughs) you decided to have this problem not me yeah um I took a lot of notes for, like, the first hour, and then after mm-hmm. that, it really fell off, and I kind of, yeah. <laughs> I did fall out of the movie, and maybe don't remember everything after that, but, like, the first hour was pretty good. Um, yeah. There was, you know, some good plot twists, because, uh, probably didn't describe too much about this movie yet, but Nick Cage is that crooked, dirty cop who uh, gets mixed up in this scheme basically uh so what happens is there's a who he's a secretary what secretary of defense that's what it was mm, so yep. the yeah the secretary of defense goes to this match and nick's best friend um <laughs> lieutenant dan lieutenant dan <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan is at the, uh, he's the security guy for the, um, 
secretary. And there's a lot of distracting things that happens, but the dis- the secretary gets shot, and so does this uh, chick in a wig that's trying to, like, talk to the secretary guy. And Nick's super distracted, and everybody's, or, well, Nick and um, Lieutenant Dan are, like, blaming themselves in a way for what happened, more Lieutenant Dan than Nick, because he's, you know, so competent in his way of covering shit up, and they try to cover up this thing, and Nick's like, yeah, so I noticed all these other thing, weird things that happened during this fight that probably are connected to the shooting and lieutenant dan's like no 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 it's definitely this uh foreign guy that i shot and saved the day like he was definitely like the bad guy and um plot twist lieutenant dan was the bad guy (laughs) shocked so shocked yeah was not expecting that so that was a that was a pretty good one and then after that it kind of all goes downhill to be honest like yep the movie does so yeah yep yeah i don't even know what else to describe because like to be honest they like all of these like kind of weird things that were happening during the time of the shooting nick goes back and like starts to investigate them and um kind of begins to unravel what really happens and we kind of um find out well he like goes through a series of uh talking to people like he talks to the uh boxer that was in the fight that everyone thought was gonna win because he was kind of like this world champ but Mm -hmm. um he actually supposedly got like knocked out in the fight but nick was rewatching the tapes and saw that the guy took a a fake punch and was pretending to be knocked out and you know when the the shooting happened the guy was supposed to be knocked out but he was on the floor of the the or the boxing arena or whatever and he uh, opened his eyes and nick's like hey how could you do that if you were knocked out Mm -hmm. and so uh the guy was just like i guess he got paid to uh throw the fight just because he had a he had a lot of money that he owed to the casino or something, and so yep. then that kind of traced back to someone else who was involved in this scheme, and yeah. Yeah, um, this red-headed lady had, um, what I believe was part of um, whoever offered to pay his debts, like, you know, throw this fight and your mm-hmm. debts will be paid, and um, this lady was at the match, and... She wasn't watching at all. And Lieutenant Dan is like, hey, like, that seems really suspicious. Like, she's not even watching the match. And so he goes to question her about her ticket. And she tries, she flees because she doesn't have a ticket. Um, And he follows into, like, a (laughs) And she's, like, doing the slowest, like, slowest kind of just, like, light jog. And and Lieutenant Dan is, like, so far behind. Whoa, whoa, wait! It's like she's not even trying to run away. She's just, like, prancing. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, like, it turns out that she was just another person in a wig who worked for Lieutenant Dan. Um... And it was part of the plot. And uh, there was the other wigged chick who, um, I didn't know her name at all. Like, until um, Nick Cage was all bloodied in the face yelling Julia. 
Yep. And I was like, oh, her name's Julia. In my notes, I, yeah. I wrote wig girl. Me too, because I, I was convinced that they really didn't say her name, unless I was just really not paying attention, but I was like, we don't know who she is. Right. They, maybe they said it, like, once, and then it was never referred to again, because it was like, how is it so hard to figure out what her name is right now? Like, yeah, it's I, weird. I don't remember them saying it, but maybe it was briefly mentioned while I was writing something else down, but I fucking swear, <laughs> it was never <laughs> mentioned. So, the wig girl... She has, like, short dark hair underneath this, like, bl- like ridiculously platinum blonde wig. Um, and she's wearing glasses. And uh, she apparently has some proof that uh, some military weapons, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, like, there's a cover-up happening and she's got proof of it. And she wants to give it to the secretary and the secretary told her that she was. She had to meet him at the match and tell him the secret code and give him the files, and uh, so she does this, and immediately like becomes a target, and that's when you know the, the shooting pops off, and uh, the secretary yeah. gets shot, and she gets shot in the arm, and so like everybody's looking for her, and she loses her wig and her glasses along the way. <laughs> And I didn't realize that those were, like, her real glasses. I, don't, I didn't either. I thought it was yeah. part of the disguise. So did I, until we saw from her perspective that everything's blurry to yeah. her, like, ridiculously blurry. Yeah. Oh, right. God. And what I didn't understand, too, so the Secretary of Defense told her to, like, meet him there and give her the files, but, like, they never had an arranged time to actually, like, meet up. She had to literally sneak to get to him. And also, why was she in disguise? Like, what was so... He didn't know who she was beforehand. And so, like, is that how she wanted him to see her? I was kind of confused about that. Yeah, um, I really don't know why she did wear a disguise, but she was really naive about the whole thing because she was like, you know, I had to wait for my opening, and Nick um, was like... Well, yeah, that's that's what they wanted. They wanted right. you to swoop in at that opening so they could shoot you and the secretary, you idiot. And, right. um, like, they don't have a good relationship at all throughout this entire movie. And that's, oh, God. That's, I'm going to go off on a tangent here because uh, I don't know what the fuck I was just talking about. But they don't have a good relationship at all. Like, Nick locks her no. up in, like, um, like, a little... Not even a closet, but, like, a little thing off like, of, like, it's a like hanger a metal, or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> metal room. Like shed, almost. Like a, yeah. Like, almost like a lean-to or something with doors mm-hmm. uh, and walls. But, um, yeah, so he, like, locks her up in there at, at one point in the movie. And at the very end, before he goes to prison... Um, they have, like, a fucking moment, and she's like, yeah, like, I want you, and they kiss. Oh, my God. And, like, 
it seems like every story like this, they always have to try to find some romantic connection, and they're like, yeah. well, this is the place we can do it. Let's just shove this in at the last minute. It's like, that was so unnecessary. Like, it we was. didn't need this. It didn't add anything to the to the movie. It should have just been left out. And also, another weird thing is, so she, at some point, uh, she was asked, like, what her age was, and she was 26. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. you're 26, and you know all of this, like, you know how to, like determine top secret ballistic missile information like what what and then also nick it uh she asked nick how old he is he's like i'm 35 Mm -hmm. and i was looking up how old he actually was during the time of um the the movie the movie was released he was actually 34 i was like oh not far off yeah yeah i mean he always looks a little bit older anyways yeah so yeah (laughs) it kind of works but like was she actually 26 did you look oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> okay. I, no, I'm only here for the star of the show. Of course. I was just curious um, because he likes to come on the minors in these movies. <laughs> he does. So, he um, does. Yeah, that was fucking weird. And, like, yeah, it must be some, like, trauma response or something to the whole situation that she feels like she has to love him. Like, you can definitely do better. He is a piece of shit. Like, (laughs) real. He lost in the end, um, like, because he was all over TV for this shit. You know, he wanted the publicity um, for being the hero at the end of the movie. And Mm -hmm. once he started getting his fame, like, all his dirty deeds, like, kind of started coming to the surface. And he lost both his wife and his girlfriend. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he got indicted and was set to go to prison for, what do you say, like, 12 to 18 months or whatever. So, like, his life kind of, you know, took a shit afterwards, deservedly, yes. honestly. But. Um, don't worry, I found out she was actually 27. Oh. When, yeah, when, when she said that. So it's interesting how they made Nick a year older and made her a year younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, not mm. that surprising, but. Yeah, for real. Everybody loves Rick Santoro. Um, I'm wondering, did we really, like, is there anything else that we really need to? <laughs> oh, God. I don't we know. We really, like, jumped over almost this entire <laughs> movie. Honestly. A bunch of shit. Because there's so Honestly. There's yeah. a lot that happens, but, like. Not stuff really worth talking about. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, okay, in the end, when Kevin Lieutenant Dan is, <laughs> let's refer to him as he, as he truly is, Lieutenant mm-hmm. Dan. Um, in the end, he got caught pretty much just because like the police showed up and I guess they he had a gun in his hand and like hey put it down we they're just like trying to get him to calm down or whatever. And then he's, like, up against a wall, and he, like, brings his gun up, and then he gets a shot in him. So I didn't know. Did he shoot himself, or did he get shot because he was, like, fucking with his gun? He got shot because he wouldn't put his gun down. So, like... Okay. He... Yeah, he does this weird, like, deer-in-the-headlights kind of thing, because he (laughs) comes in with his gun with a silencer attached to it, like, mm-hmm. up in the air and, like, re- he was 
I think he was even pointing it directly at Nick and uh, wig girl, Julia. And, yes. um, yeah, he was, like, ready to kill them just as the one police truck shows up um, in yeah. the middle of a hurricane also. Um, yeah. Yeah, so just as they're showing up, he's pointing a gun and then, like, they bust through that little shack thing that um, <laughs> Nick had locked up the wig girl in. And they, Nick and this wig girl, like, slide underneath the car just as Lieutenant Dan is barging in with his gun and the truck's, like, coming mm-hmm. through. And then all of a sudden, like, the lights are on him and guns are pointed at Lieutenant Dan. And they're like, you know, put your... Uh, shit down and lieutenant dan's like but she's the one you know like that did it like you know trying to claim right. innocence and then he's like just frozen there just staring at them <laughs> and he turns around and he tries to go back like into the building <laughs> he's like, he, like nope, I'm, to... I'm not doing this <laughs> he wiggles the door and is locked and he's just kind of standing there with his gun still in his hand and then they shoot him in the back um so yeah. Big yeah. hero. Because I was made for this sewer, baby, and I am the king! Yeah, and I was also, I was looking up the trivia for this movie, and there was nothing. Boring. I know. Yeah, it was all it was shit. Disappointing. Yeah. To be honest, like, one of the best things about this movie is the cover art. <laughs> it was cool DVD. cover art. So yeah. I really expected the movie to be a lot cooler. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. But one thing I will say, and I don't know how or when I might have watched this movie, but I think I might have seen part of this movie before. Dude, same. Okay, maybe we watched it together. It, or it's like one of those like con air that it's like, it's just always happens to be on. <laughs> and it's like an easy background movie. Because I feel like I remember, especially the beginning of the movie, I feel like I remember that. Okay. Uh, like shoot out at the at the boxing arena, but I don't know. Maybe we did part, watch it together. The part that I remember is when Lieutenant Dan shoots the um, terrorist or, or whatever mm. they call him. Super racist, you know, right. um, kind of thing. They they picked a a brown guy to play a, a terrorist with a machine yes. gun or whatever the fuck he has. Um, or a rifle, sniper rifle. I don't know. I don't know my guns. Part where Lieutenant Dan shoots him through the, uh, like, the wall. Because he yeah. knows right where that dude is. That part where he shoots him. I don't know why the fuck I remembered that part. When that <laughs> happened, I was like, wait a minute. I this think I've familiar. seen this movie before. <laughs> oh, what a strange part to remember. Yeah. What the hell? At least I got to be on TV. Um... I guess one of the the fun facts was, so Nick's uh, lucky number in this movie is seven. This movie was released on August 7th, and his birthday is January 7th. So coincidence? I think not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Uh, a bit, but... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and did, did you see how hardcore they tried to put that Snake Eyes reference in there? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really when the movie was going downhill. Like, yep. 
when Lieutenant Dan told him that he got snake eyes, so he lost, and then Nick at the very end throws the same fucking reference back at him. That was so dumb. That was was. so dumb. It would have been better if only one reference was made, but the fact that they had to do it twice, I'm like, ugh, let's not. Exactly. So fucking stupid. Fuck you. Okay, so I guess next was ranking, unless you had anything. Else. Literally nothing else. God, remember Industrial Symphony number one? <laughs> oh man, yeah, because we were gonna like watch it and record it. Like, I don't know, the next day or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that and one was a rough oof, one. <laughs> I watched that and I'm like, no, we should just record this right now because we have nothing yeah. to say about it. <laughs> yep. Oh God, I don't think anything is ever gonna get below that. I'd be very impressed if it did. Because that was just god-awful. I'm so glad we just never have to watch it again. I know. Same. So, where are you uh, originally thinking about um, ranking this Snake Eyes? Hmm. I think I'd probably put it somewhere in this region. Around Peggy Sue? Yeah. Kiss of Death? Yeah, I'm not too attached to, obviously, like, anything down in this area. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's put it, let's put it beneath Peggy Sue. Yeah. Above Above Kiss of Death. Death. Yeah. All right. So that makes it number 16, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. At some point, we're going to get to 69. I can't wait. I wonder what's going to rank 69. Someday will be Industrial Symphony <laughs> number one, because we know that's always going to rank on the bottom. Uh-huh, it'll be the first to get there for fucking sure. <laughs> yep, yep. That doesn't feel nice to contribute to society for a change. All right, well, let's see what's on the Rasta for next week. Right. Two weeks from now, I guess. All right, so this one's called 8mm. And it was released in 1999. It's rated R, and it's two hours and three minutes. Ooh. <laughs> so it's going to be like, um, maybe just under two hours with a lot of credits, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I hope. I fucking hope so, um, too. So it has a one-sentence uh, description, and it's, A private investigator is hired to discover if a snuff film is authentic or not. Ooh. So oh, it's got Joaquin titties. Phoenix in it. Oh, okay. Who else? Who's, now, whose titties are we going to see? <laughs> um, um, I don't recognize anyone else. Oh, Nordman Reedus, the guy in uh, Walking Dead uh, yeah. that plays, uh, what's his name? Daryl or some shit? <laughs> yes, I think so. And... Yeah. I don't really recognize. I mean, Catherine Keener is a famous name, and I know I've seen her and stuff, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, Anthony Heald? Uh, I think he's been in something with Nick already. He plays, like, Dr. Chilton in um, Silence of the Lambs, right? Oh, interesting. Um, Let's see. On IMDb, it has 6.5... Rating out of ten, so and I think the one we just watched was that rated higher. Like, Ooh, six point zero. Yeah, so lower. So hopefully okay. we get a a better movie next time. 
Oh, yeah, and speaking of, like, endings, um, the credits of Snake Eyes, though, did you even, like, I started watching it, and it just was a bunch of construction. Like, it's just credits. Yeah, and it's... Over dudes it doing started construction. zooming in to some construction work. I was like, why? This has nothing to do with anything. Like, this is so, like, irrelevant. Like, oh. Uh-huh. <sighs> Yeah, I turned it off after I watched, like, a minute of that. I was like, what is this? I I don't get it. I I watched it for about two seconds, and I was like, is it going to fade out? And I was like, it's not (laughs) fading out. So I just kind of skipped ahead, like, a minute or two. And I was like, oh, no, it's just still construction. It's it's still going. They just didn't want a black background in the back. They're like, well, here's some extra film we had. (laughs) I would have so much preferred that. Yeah. So much preferred that. Damn. Okay. Well. Well. Alright. We'll see you later. Oh, God. Get it? Like a uh-huh, snake. Like a snake. <laughs> Yummy.